Welcome to the Studio Break Podcast. I'm your host, David Linaway. For today's 54th episode, I'm happy to be joined by artist Martin Brief. Martin speaks to us from St. Louis, where he resides, teaches, and has a very interesting studio practice that explores drawing and process. Now, Martin is not interested in the typical kind of drawing that one might think of off the bat. Martin utilizes drawing of text in a variety of different ways and explores the meaning of the words that we use in our language and what we use to communicate with. It's all very interesting and we explore a lot of his work leading up to that and methods, processes, etc. So you'll want to stay tuned for that. Before we get into the interview, I just want to remind you, if you've never heard of Studio Break before, we are a podcast and blog that features a variety of interviews with contemporary artists and just essentially displaying their work and trying to share it with you, the listener. And so each of the blog posts that we have has a slideshow of the artist's work as well as links to their websites and all sorts of other information. So please go ahead and check that out. Once again, there is a handy archive feature. If you look on the left sidebar, you can go month by month and realize that you've missed a ton of guests. Again, we've had over 60-some podcasts, all of which have slideshows and all that information. So please go ahead and check them out. And once again, each of those interviews can be accessed just clicking that episode number. And you can also... Find the episode in the iTunes store. Just search for Studio Break under podcasts or click that iTunes hyperlink and you can go there, subscribe to the podcast, and of course leave us some comments if you appreciate it. It just helps others that might be looking for something to listen to get a better idea of what we're all about. Of course, there's a variety of ways to reach out to us. One of them is through our Facebook page, so please like us on Facebook and also leave us some comments there. Again, we provide a number of previews for the guests that we have coming up, as well as show announcements from past guests and new projects and all sorts of good stuff, so please like us there. We are on Twitter, so you can follow us on Twitter, at Studio Break, so please go ahead and do that. All right, here's our interview with Martin. Stay tuned. Welcome back to Studio Break. I'm really happy to be joined by Martin Brief today. How are you doing, sir? I'm excellent, and uh, you know it's great to talk to you again. We've been, I've been following you, you know, here and there for the last couple of years. Again, we met back at uh, KHN in 2008, where we were roommates and I guess studio mates. So, you know, I worked with you a little bit then, or at least worked next to you. So it's nice to pick your brain, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. And I think, again, it's one of the things that's so interesting to me is just the, like I was saying to you earlier, that it strikes me how prolific you are. And I think it's just partially, too, just being next to you, you know, um, in that in those garage spaces where you were kind of sprawled out everywhere. You had this drawing that was, like, encompassing the entire wall. And I'm, I'm sure we'll talk about, you know, the work that came out of there. Um, but, you know, I, I don't know a lot about you. So I'd like to start off there just to get a little bit of a background. So where are you from? And um, let's go from there. 
Right, right. Well, and so were you always kind of compelled to to kind of make things? Because that's, I think, one of the most interesting things. Because sometimes you'll find people are really engaged with it, and then some people, like I, I've spoken with people that, you know, just come to it much later. So were you always active in the arts? With with no music on. Did you, I mean, did you know that you wanted to pursue this when you were younger? I mean, you were, you know, thinking like someday I could be a guy that works, you know, indirectly with the New York Times.
and then and then the rest is history. Well, and I was going to say too. I mean, considering the work that you make now, then when you when you started that investigation, I mean, obviously, like a drawing one class and those kind of foundation level classes are, you know, super technical and maybe not at all what I would associate you like to kind of draw. But was that the case? Were you really like active and drawing those still lives or? <laughs> Right. Right. So, you know, what 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 class was it that made you like realize that you could do something else with it, something that you could kind of define the parameters for. Well, and it's interesting though too, because if you think about it, one of the one of the biggest struggles that anybody has in terms of, you know, stepping foot into this area is is how how do I communicate this thing effectively, or you know, what strategies do I employ? So, especially like that background makes quite a bit of sense, or even just the way that, you know, when you think about photography, and you think about it in the context of, you know, what it means, because you're just reproducing whatever it is that you see. And there's no filter that you have like you would have in drawing. Um, it really kind of maybe pushes that, I don't know, that conceptual side of things or that conceptual process that you're kind of going through. So how did you how did you come to to pursue a 
like a graduate degree then? Right, right. Well, so what did you study then when you when you got to graduate school? Well, was it was it different being in that environment coming from communications? Right. Well, so what were some of the ideas that you were interested, you know, while you were, you know, obviously in graduate school, you're probably in all different places in terms of, you know, what you're interested in and exploring, you know, different ideas and stuff. But was there anything that kind of stuck out to you as something that's kind of carried over or like a, a thread maybe that, is still there today in terms of your interest or
是。Well, so you know, what were you making at the end of this? You know, this experience in graduate school. Well, and what what were you interested in looking at too? I think that's one of the things that that I've kind of missed out on too. What what artists were exciting to you in terms of, you know, you started researching or getting obsessed over. Well, and so, what did you wind up doing after after that period of time? Did you move right into a, a tenure track job with a car and an assistant, or was it was there a transition there too? <laughs>
Well, was there something that led you back to it? And and I guess were you working more as like a designer, or were you still teaching when you were back in Chicago? Right. I think that's such an interesting point and, and such a relevant point, you know, I think even no matter where you're at, cause I think it's very easy to, I don't know, not reevaluate where you're coming from. And I think those, those moments where you might have a uh, disruption in studio work or, you know, you take some time off from it and come back to it can probably teach you a lot about what you want to make. Well, so what were you making then when you, when you, when you came back to it, you're teaching again and, and you're, you're pursuing it. Because I know that um, in terms of the, the chronology of your, your stuff on your website, the, the, the first stuff that I can see is the rearrangements. So, like, when, when were those um, pieces made? Yeah, well, and, and just to, because obviously there's a description about how they're made, but could you, you know, kind of explain a little bit about what your thoughts and ideas behind it were?
Right, right. 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 Well, and did that, so that kind of served then as the way into the text pieces. Is that what you're saying too, in terms of just the, that idea, you know, that idea is very relevant, I think, to, you know, redefining the, the definition of a word or, you know, to take something that you normally see in this one context and then kind of put it into a different context. Yeah, I, th I think that makes sense completely, because I, th I think, you know, for as much truth as we want to have about, you know, what we think of as truth, it's um, it's something that's malleable. You know, it could be something that, you know, you, you can be s seeing something in, a, in, a, in one way, but realizing that you're not you're not seeing it in a updated way of looking at it almost. I hate to be tangential here, but we were talking about this earlier. Um, I was listening to a talk with a... Um, you know, a physicist that was kind of just explaining the differences between looking at the world in a, a Newtonian way versus a quantum way. And, you know, it just makes you realize there's all sorts of different levels that you can look at something or, or maybe, you know, taking something, again, like uh, the way that you experience time and looking at it in an entirely different way, um, which I think... Maybe it maybe sounds a little bit big for what we do, but, um, you know, I think certainly is something that you explore, you know, because I remember specifically, and this maybe fits the timeline perfectly, because 
did you leave then at, at, at the end of that, that time there and then um, start up some residencies? Well, and I think I, I brought up just the idea of the residencies because, you know, when I when I met you in this space, I think you were defining definition or you were using words to define other words. And you had this big, what looked like a, you know, like, oh, gosh, I mean, it was just like poured out over this wall and it looked like a bunch of, like like a note leading to another note leading to another note. And so, you know, it, it seems like a very literal idea of, you know, expanding what we're talking about, which is, you know, readdressing something that we think that we know or that we define in some way. Jeez. Well, to to put it in proper context, if anybody has seen the movie Memento, 
it was kind of like that where he was leaving post-it notes everywhere. Um, it seemed to kind of follow that almost that kind of logic in a way. But one of the other things that it brings up to, to my mind too, is that you're also someone that works in a lot of different ways at the same time. Cause if I'm not mistaken, um, I think you were starting the art forum drawings while you were working on that success piece. Well, and does that mean that you're only working like with a, a specific kind of like, I don't know, like you, you set out the parameters for a specific project and then just work that through the, through to its entirety, or do you kind of, can you jump between them and work on one for, you know, three months and then jump on another one? Cause you know, like the, like the project of kind of making a drawing from the dictionary, um, you know, 2,600 pages. I mean, that's a, that's a long time to transcribe something. <laughs> Sure.
Well, and it might be helpful too, just to kind of get an idea of, of how you're working through some of these and then, you know, maybe like the slight differences, you know? So, I mean, you know, for example, it seems like you, you kind of determine like the size of what the work is going to be, but in, in the, you know, making a drawing based off of, um, you know, the dictionary, it's a line drawing, but what, what is the exact process that you're doing? And then, you know, could you explain some of the other ones that you're doing or have done? Well, and it makes me wonder, too, with those pieces in particular, and this is, again, kind of tangential, but, you know, if you were to, if you were to look, if you were to dig these up in, you know, 300 years, is there, is there some, like, well, obviously there's a lot of variables there, but <laughs> um, it makes me wonder, too, if you could kind of almost decipher something from that, you know, like, are you kind of creating this code based off of this other thing that exists, you know, would, would a computer program be able to look at all the zeros and, figure out like, oh, this is from the New York Times in June of 2009, you know, wherever. <laughs> Well, it, it's, it's, well, it's, it's interesting. Cause I mean, it even just goes back to, um, that, that piece that, you know, I remember from like a art history class, um, Joseph Kosu, um, you know, just the idea of, of redefine, you know, the ways that we define an object or the meaning behind something. And I'm thinking specifically of that one in three chairs piece, um, but I think it's especially interesting because you're you're we're also living in an age then where print is kind of running out, um, you know. So there's a real interesting idea behind that, you know, in terms of 
you know, how, how do we create meaning for something in a digital, digital way as opposed to a printed way or, you know, what's the relationship? have encountered the occasional art student that I have to stop um, who's trying to trace off of a, a computer monitor so maybe maybe they'll come out with a technology where you can actually trace over the top of it and not damage it <laughs> well we were just talking about you know some of these some of these works that you're making where they were you know more of like a, a visual Visual, you know, tracing or a process that's, you know, filling in all the O's, you know. Um, but, you know, how did, how did it change then in terms of then these ones that are kind of more based on the definition or almost like a, a redefinition of, of something? You know, and I guess we could maybe start with maybe the art forum or, or the truisms piece. Right. Well, it's weird because it makes me think of you almost as like a, a human computer, you know. Well, it's it sounds it sounds silly like that, but you know, um, like the scale of it or the or the aspect of kind of I don't know, like retranscribing something, but in a different way is is something that's very apparent. But you know, something that I would think you'd become very aware of that process as you're doing it, because well, it seems like it's a very laborious kind of process.
Right. Right. It strikes me as like a backwards way, not not like to say that it's you know you're some kind of a degenerate artist, you know, or, or something, <laughs> but like the the way that you're you know the the art form, just the idea of collecting all these names, it reminds me of the way that again, like data mining, the way that you tag certain keywords if you're going to make a, a blog entry, or you know the way that the organ the the internet organizes those words. It's like taking something that exists in print form. And then just looking at all of those those tagged words, if you will, or making a drawing out of that, um, which is something I think that even kind of comes up then in the in the Amazon God piece in terms of the way that you know you're kind of talking about or exploring the way that Amazon is organizing. Is it books that have have the word God in the title? Okay, and well, so well, just just give me a little bit more about that. So what's what's the process like in that series, and, and what was what was the idea behind that?
Yeah, it's it's just an interesting idea, though, just to think about the way that things are organized. Or, you know, one of the things that it brings up to me is just um, the way that technology is going to be something that just can't help but impact the way that we relate to the world around us. You know, we, we can both, you know, think of a time where, you know, there were actual card catalogs that you had to thumb through to look up a book. You know, and now it's just like, oh, I want to look up God. I'll just, you know, or, you know, I want to, I want to look at some subcategory DVDs on God, you know. Um, and it's interesting, too, because then all the, the drawings look like they're, you know, related then to the way that the, the search parameters were, I guess, separate. Like for different categories. Is that right? Right, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Well, but it's it's interesting too because then it's a project that you can get past the A's. You know, it makes it makes me think with the dictionary project, you're gonna wish that you'd pick like a different letter eventually. I don't know. Well, see, but that's that's one thing that I think is really great about your work, though, is it kind of makes you really think about it just from that idea of, you know, how we categorize information. You know, because you can really look at it and go. Yeah, I mean, it makes me it makes me wonder just thinking about it. Like, yeah, is there a more fun letter than A? Is A a good letter? You know.
Right. Well, and, and I'd just like to point out, too, that these these drawings also were um, featured at the Contemporary Art Museum of St. Louis. I, so was was that a nice experience to be, you know, to take to take your work from what's normally a messy studio, I'm guessing, not yours in particular, but, you know, what we think of and then and then having it in this really, you know, beautiful space. Well, and I think, too, I mean, you know, to get back to something that I talked about to you in the very beginning was um, I was relating to this idea of uh, an image from uh, 2001, you know, where the apes, you know, discover the monolith in the beginning of that movie. And I think partially it's just because I can kind of think about walking like someone walking into the context of these drawings and just seeing them outside of that context and, and thinking of it as these kind of. I don't know, like these strange artifacts, you know, or these kind of remnants of something. Um, and I think, I don't know, there's a, there's a level of investigation. I think that your work kind of requires of the viewer to kind of, you know, to, to be able to take it from, you know, something that they can see like, okay, this is text. I can see this, but you know, what, you know, what is it about? What, what is this person trying to get at? Or, you know, is there, are they asking me something about, you know, the way that I look at it? Um, what, what do you, is, is that something that's interesting to you that, that kind of play between you and the viewer and kind of getting them to reexamine those things or, or what's your interest there?
Right. Right. Well, and I, th- I think it's interesting, too, that you were, you know, talking about how, you know, people have suggested that maybe you just turn this into a digital process. Um, so I, I guess I've got a couple of questions there. So one, you know, the scale of these um, these pieces are, are insanely small. So, you know, there's something of a level of kind of, you know, like you're describing people coming up to investigate them. Um but but is that something that you've ever kind of considered then in terms of I don't know what's the, what's the importance then of having it be handmade, um, and is it something that you've ever considered like if there's a way to have an iteration that really is interactive in terms of the way that people can participate or you know add to a Tumblr account or something like that you know. Right. Interesting. Well, it, it makes you wonder too. Do you have a sponsorship yet for the uh, the pens that you use to to do these drawings? Because again, it's looking to me like some of the most recent stuff is like a thirty second of an inch a line. That's crazy.
Right. Well, on that note, I, I think we found an excellent place to end this. Um, so could you talk a, a little bit maybe about uh, some of the projects that you have going on or, or things to look out for? <laughs> sure. How long did you work on success? Good God.
是是。Well, it's exciting, you know. Can't wait to see more, and、um, you know, it's been great having you on to to catch up, and especially to talk all about the work. Thanks again to Martin for joining us, and once again, please go to martinbrief.com, check out all of his work, and you can easily do that by following those links on this very blog post. So go ahead and check it out, martinbrief.com. As always, if you want to find out more about me, your host, you can check out my website, davidlinway.com, and you can easily do that by looking on the left. Sidebar, and there is a hyperlink for my name, so go ahead and click that. Again, my work is mostly dealing with architecture and landscape, and exploring ideologies about landscape, how we create meaning for our surroundings, and the finished result is kind of a combination of these different locations painted with、um, some nice intense colors. So, if you're interested, please go ahead and check it out. DavidLinway.com. Use that hyperlink. Since you're checking out all sorts of artwork, I highly recommend going through the archives. We have over 60 podcasts. Again, each of those episodes have links to the artist's website and a full-length interview. So please go ahead and check it out. Follow those links and see some new art. Just a quick reminder that also on that left side of the homepage sidebar is the donate button. So if you're feeling extra generous. Please feel free to contribute, and if you like, you can see a preview of the monthly giveaway that we have. Just go to Facebook and look for Studio Break and check out our page. Once again, we hope that you like it. But if you scroll down a few entries below, you'll see the drawing for the March entry. So any donation automatically qualifies you to win a print by yours truly. So please go ahead, check it out. Please remember, you can also follow us on Twitter at Studio Break on Twitter. So go ahead and leave us some suggestions for guests. If there's anything cool going on in your studio, please feel free to tweet us and say hello. Our music today was found at freemusicarchive.org. Again, they've got thousands of songs that you can download all for free. And our opening song was "My Original Dictionary" by Learning Music. And taking us out is "Obvious" by Morin Sons. Our last reminder that we are on iTunes, so please search for Studio Break under Podcasts or use the link to the iTunes Store and subscribe there. Again, it's really appreciated if you leave us some feedback and comments. It just helps others that listen to podcasts and need something to listen to on the commute, and it just helps them figure out whether or not it's worth checking out. So please go ahead and leave us some comments and feedback. And as always, please help us get the word out about artists like Martin and others by sharing it. So, if you're on Facebook or Twitter, please share with your friends and let them know about it. And perhaps our new announcement that's going to happen all the time. Thanks again to Amanda Lehman for editing a wonderful episode. As always, be on the lookout for more. We'll talk to you real soon.